When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right. All right. All right. Welcome to another episode of Three Birds and a Punt. I am Afia. I am one of the co-hosts. I am joined by my friend Whip. Say hey, Whip. Hey, everybody. What up? Salutations. All right. The name of our episode is episode 43. The picks are in. Results pending. We have a great show for you tonight. We're missing one third of the Three Birds. John, Hopefully he'll show up. If not, we we and Whip are going to hold it down because we have a lot to talk about. Um, a recap, a crazy weekend um, of sports. Not only the NFL draft, but also the Sixers, uh, JoJo's injury news, and like what what are we going to do about that? Okay, so we look forward to um, seeing talking in with all you birds fans, tapping in with the three birds fans, and having a great show tonight. We're also happy to announce that we are partnered with Amazed Media Labs to be the official Eagles podcast for the Pigskin Network. You can find us on YouTube, Spotify, Apple, Megaphone, or wherever you get your podcast. We're also on Twitter, on Instagram, scrolling down on the bottom, at Three Birds and a Punt. Please download and subscribe. We really appreciate all the fan support we've been getting. We really do. All right, I really want to jump right into it. Okay, um... I want to start with the Sixers because I'd rather get to bad news before good news. <laughs> that's, that's good. Um, right? Um, so I don't know where you were when you heard the JoJo news, but oh, I, I was watching it. Bro, you was watching, right? I was watching the draft. Um, really, really excited because I think we had just, I don't know if I was excited because I think we had just picked up the center. And I was like, hmm, okay, they're falling back to basics, always back to basics. And then Sham just d- decided to completely rip out all Sixers fans by having, like, the worst tweet ever, which is um, out indefinitely, okay, which is just the death, the death knell to all Sixers fans' hopes and dreams. Out, JoJo is out indefinitely with a mild concussion and an orbital fracture to his uh, right eye. And I, I don't even know. I'm still trying to process the news, and I'm, I'm having, like, all these hopes and dreams that, you know, I'm going through the stages, the five stages of, of grief with this whole thing. So I'm still in denial. Okay, so I need you to help me. Well, I need you to help me well, with this. Yeah, well, definitely. First and foremost, what up, everybody? Good afternoon. Um, listen, before I even get into that, man, I, I want to say – um, to the Toronto Raptors fans, y'all classy, yo. Mm. You understand me? Mm. Like, first, y'all, y'all saying F and B. Okay, he 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 feeds off of that. But for when a man gets hurt, y'all stand up and clap. Mm-hmm. Then, yeah. then, then, then is these two. You, yeah, you heard them announcers, yeah, right? They was two, like, "Oh, he got what he deserved. That's what you get." Listen, like, like their boss or whatever company they work for the NBA, all that, they should look into that and have them guys suspended because that's wrong. Mm-hmm. Okay. But that just shows you how classy the Toronto Raptors fans are and their uh, employees. So mm-hmm. 
It is what it Four is. Losers. A bunch y'all of four home, losers. Y'all home sitting while this man got a, a Phantom of the Opera mask on still playing. Absolutely. Absolutely. But anyways, let's get to it. Um, I was flipping back and forth. I was flipping back and forth. And the part that I seen is when Joel did what he did and he was doing the airplanes, you know, little thing, doing all that. Then that's when I seen um, Siakam do the most dirtiest move ever. I don't care if people say it wasn't intentional. I believe it was intentional. Mm -hmm. I don't think he meant to hurt him as much as he did, but I I do think he meant to to make contact with his body. Yeah, correct. All right, but that's why I said so. And and Joel is is so on point because he when he was talking to the announcers, he was like, "I think he broke my face. I can feel it." And I was like, "Wow, you know." But all in all, here's my thing. I'm am I worried? No. I'm not. And I know you're like, huh? Yeah, you got you to gotta talk I, me into that one. I'm about to talk you into it. Here's the thing. This is going to make um, James Harden step his game up twice twice more because MB won't be there. And, and I honestly think now, because JoJo being down, you're going to see the emergence, emergence of Reed and Bussy. All right, because Doc Rivers said he's going to play both. So, it, it's, 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 yes, it is a downgrade. But you know what? At least he's not out for the series, okay, the whole series. So, he might be out a game or two. If the Sixers can somehow pull off an upset in Miami, that's all we need, you know? I, I really I, – I'm looking forward – and this may sound crazy, guys. I'm actually looking forward to Bassey than anybody else. I want to see this kid play on the on the, on the big dance. This this – this is where the big boys play the NBA playoffs. I want to see how he get down, all right? Because now you're going to get to see him and Paul Reed, you know, the guy we've been asking for the most to back up and be. Now, no JoJo, but please, for God's sakes, don't put uh, DeAndre Jordan out there. God, don't do it. Ooh, um, wait a minute. That's a big ass, that's a big ass for, for Doc Rigorous, man. Notwithstanding, like, I have I have a lot of thoughts. Like, I hear what you're saying. Mm-hmm. And I like and I like that that thought of yours that James Harden needs to take over. And this they is a do. prime opportunity. He loves Miami. He loves the, the being down there. And this is a prime opportunity for him to silence his critics, especially since the Nets are at home. Right? Mm-hmm. You don't have to worry about that. That's not a team you have to worry about. The 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 Heat also have some injury concerns. You know, I know um Jane uh um Jimmy Butler is getting back into form, rounding out, so on and so forth. You know, I'm 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 in Miami. Okay, I looked at the tickets for the game. The the tickets went before the game, before JoJo's injuries news, and after JoJo's injury news. It's crazy the difference in in numbers. Okay, the nosebleeds ain't worth it, but <laughs> but it's it's just letting you know that people are thinking that this is just going to be a route that the Sixers are not going to be able to put up a fight. That they're not going to be able to withstand um, what what Miami can can give them without our best player. Now we're missing our best player. That's no doubt, no doubt. We've heard that he doesn't need surgery. That's a positive. The that's last good- time he broke his face, 
-hmm. if y'all remember, we was kind of in a similar time frame. It was, it was right before the playoffs. We had a meeting with Miami. He was out 21 days and came back for game three with Miami, but he had surgery. They're saying he doesn't need surgery, but there's a concern that if he has to wear the face mask, it's still not necessarily adequate protection for his face. No, it's not. But listen, knowing how competitive Joel Embiid is and, and watching this kid grow, you know, in Philly, the dude is a competitor. Mm -hmm. I mean, for God's sakes, man, he was sitting there talking to announcers about the game and was saying that his face feels broke. Mm -hmm. You know, he was still talking. He even said it. He was like, man, look, this is the playoffs. I mean, this is the type of things that happen. I'm looking at him like, what? Your face get broke? That's the type of things that happen? Like, man, his face is broke. He has a torn uh, ligament in his, in his yeah. thumb. Okay, Dude and he's laying out. He is putting out his body on the line and, in order to bring the the city of Philadelphia championship. And and it goes on my on my on my next statement. This is why the powers that be or the nut ass media needs to change their minds about the MVP. Because if this man is not the MVP, I don't know what TV screen you watching, what stat sheet you looking at. This man has a broke face, a tore ligament, bad knees, bad back. And, and like I just said, he was talking to announcers <laughs> while his face was broke. Like, Joker probably would have been out the moment his damn hand was tore, like the tore ligament in his hand. Like, I don't understand what this man has to do to get the respect of these NBA um, so-called, you know, gurus. I don't, I don't, I don't understand it. All I know is that and even though it, I'm, I'm probably crazy for saying it, but I honestly believe without JoJo, the Eagles, I said the Eagles, I got the Eagles on my brain. The Sixers are going to steal a game in Miami. They just yeah. need one. Yeah. If they can just steal one game in Miami and bring it back home, I think they're in good shape. They just, they just got to play team-oriented ball. Mm. Just that simple. They beat them before without JoJo. Mm -hmm. And Harden, I believe, right? I think Harden wasn't playing. I think so. I think so. We won, and so we we've never we've never I think faced Miami at full strength. So I think that's number one, right? So that that kind of gives the indication that we don't necessarily know. But like you said, we have been able to beat them without having our stars playing. I think honestly, the the big secret ingredient for me is going to be Maxi. I was about to say that. I'm, I'm glad you said that because. It's I swore they beat them when they was at full strength with Jimmy playing. Maxie had 30-something points on them, right? I don't know. I'm saying us. We haven't beat them at full strength. Oh, 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 okay. Yeah, us. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. But, but you know what? Now that I think about it, this is going to be a hell of a series because if they can beat them without Embiid and Harden, yeah, they can do it. They it's just, possible. They just, they just got still They have to be on. They have to be yes. on. Like, what I 100% what I need – it's for Maxi to be the Maxi he was in game one when he took over. He had 38 points in that last series against the Raptors. We had 38 points. He he was he was we was we was we was letting him control the tempo and he was just taking it, taking it, taking it. I I hope to see a faster pace with this game, knowing that we don't have the, the type of strength that we need on in the center. 
you know, in the paint to kind of to kind of protect the rim like we had with JoJo. And I think it's an opportunity for for like you say for for James and and Maxi to kind of really blossom. And that comes to my next critical point: Doc Rivers and his rotation. Okay, because because we don't have necessarily the the talent that we were expecting because JoJo's hurt and we don't know when he's going to get back. Now it's even more important that coaching is at their next level. And I'm, I'm going to just be real. I don't believe in Doc Rivers. The I way mean. that he sells himself when he's talking to us, I don't know how he invigorates the team. I don't know how he gets the team ready for games because all he does is make excuses. All he does is tell you about all the, the good things that he's done. He And then he said, oh, well, we got to take accountability. I, I've never he, he don't He don't know how to fix the like music. That. He don't know how to face the music, period, point blank. See, he's the type of guy that can, you know, dish it out but can't take it. So so his 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 wall is to bash you before you can get at him. That's right. just how he is. He don't want to hear the negative things he done and that he's doing. Listen, ain't nobody stupid here in the city of Philadelphia and that Sixers fans, period. They see it. Shit, right. for God's sake, he see it. He just right. don't want to hear it. And any any of the coincidence that, you know, a couple of weeks ago he was up there talking about, you know, I don't want to hear the Paul Reed victory uh tour speech. Now Paul Reed is backing up Joel and B. You know what? Like I, I don't know the insides of what's going on down there, but I do know for a fact uh Daryl Morey is on Twitter and he tweets all the time and he sees the criticism that people such as myself, because I'm known for doing it, <laughs> sending him tweets and telling him about, you know, how stubborn your coach is. And maybe it's something he needs to work on. Then I, I guess after all the bitching and complaining that you know Sixer fans was doing, Paul Reed started playing. Hopefully, hopefully, it happens with Charles Bassey as well because you're going to need him now. There's no way on God's beautiful earth that you putting in DeAndre Jordan <laughs> in the playoff. If if you do that, man, you might as well just chalk the season up like right now because dude don't have nothing in him. When I yep. say nothing, nothing. Yep, yep, a hundred percent. You you hear me with? One hundred percent. Yeah, I agree with that. I do not think this is not a game where you need to put the old guys in in hopes that they're going to give you some type of experience. Play cool. the new guys. You need energy. You need pace. You need excitement. You need you need. Oh my God! I can't believe he made that. You, you, we are reeling. The city is reeling from this JoJo news. You need something to capture our interest and our excitement. Playing the old guys who are slow, who are tired, who already made their money. That's not the move. That's not it. And that's not what we need. If, mm -hmm. if Doc Rivers cannot understand that he needs energy and energy comes from the young guys who are excited and 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 awestruck and want to play in that their first playoff games it's a it's an energy that just 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 takes over we we i don't know if we're going to steal the game in miami and i really 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 agree with you we need to steal a game in miami in order for us to get to a game three a game four maybe a game five and hopefully jojo's back yeah, that's that's all we need. I, I honestly believe that I, I think it's gonna go to a game seven. I I, mm. I really believe that. But we gotta still a game in Miami. We still a game in Miami, we we our confidence to build, you know. Yeah. Uh, uh, allow the young guys to play. 
let let Reed and, and Bassey get chemistry with each other. They're going to have to because if JoJo right. out, like I said, you cannot start DJ in this series. Hell no. Right. Nope. He's going to get ex- exploited. They're going to kill him. They're going to crack his ankles. They're going to do whatever they can because the old man can't do it no more. But as far as JoJo go, I believe the big guy's going to be all right, man. He It, it seemed like the Sixers got some good uh, coaching staff, like health, you know, health-wise down there to, to get him fixed up. So we're going to see. We're going to see. Good medical staff. Right. I, I agree with you on that one, um, that we have a great medical staff. I, I like the hearing that there's no surgery needed for yeah. JoJo, right? That's right. great. That's great, great news. Um, but I, I just I, – to me, it's just – it's. It it's just letting us know that once again we still I think need a better bench because I'm not here to say like I, I know a lot of fans were upset that Doc had JoJo still in the game up over 20 points with four minutes left like what are you doing I I understand the thought process who would have thought that Sayakum Sayakum whatever the fuck his name is would have did what he did um you, that you can't predict that but we need a better bench. Because if we had a better bench, JoJo wouldn't need to be on the floor for that. You know I what agree. I mean? He was mm-hmm. on the floor because we know that the second he leaves, there's there's a run. And and he and and Doc was trying to guard against hearing about the run to end that's, the That's the exactly game. what that was. One hundred percent accurate. That's exactly what that was. He didn't want right. to hear it. He, right. didn't wanna... he didn't want to hear it. And now JoJo's hurt. Yeah, but guess what? And 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 this is where if you knew how to use your rotations and did it right, you could have put JoJo on the bench and let Bassie and Reed start because they have chemistry because if they would have been playing. But Reed just started playing. You got to get the other guy uh opportunity to play because for God's sakes, he was spazzing out in the G League. Both right. of them was. So this is the time for them, both of them to shine. So because of it, we don't got JoJo. In the opening, you know, game, but we're gonna see. We're gonna see. Right. And I and I and I genuinely hope that we are able, you know, to see something that's really, really uh, beneficial. You know, I want to be able mm-hmm. to see the the Eagles play and play well, and not only play well. The Eagles. I said the Eagles. Look the at Eagles. Me. Look, you're I my know, right? You see, too. on the Eagles too. I yep. want to see the Sixers play well. You know what I mean? I want to see the Sixers play well, but that only comes with the with the coach actually putting the players in the best positions to succeed. If the coach is not putting these players in the best position to succeed, they're not going to be able to show their best traits. I agree, one hundred percent. All right, now let's get into this ad break, okay? Uh, the NBA playoffs means next-level basketball, okay? Get in on the first round of action with DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of the NBA. This week, new customers can bet $5 on any team to win and get $150 in free bets instantly. You win no matter what. All DraftKings Sportsbet customers can bet during the first round with the same game parlays. Combine multiple bets with the same game for a bigger payout. The more legs you have, the more money you can win. Plus, place the same game parlay each day with three or more legs and get up to $25 in free bets back if one leg doesn't hit. All you need to do is download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the promo code TPPN. 
bet $5 on any NBA team to win their game during the first round of the playoffs and get $150 in free bets instantly. That's promo code TPPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. That sounds like a great, great deal. Y'all should get tap in on that. I wish I could. <laughs> right? Shoot. And especially now that we get to the, the big news of the night, let's let's jump into it. I've been I've been really excited about talking to you um about the Eagles draft. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> Last week we had had a, a a a pod, and I had I predicted didn't I that Howie was going to make a great trade. We were that he's really good at trading. You was mad at me. I, I posted it on Twitter so everybody could see that Whit was not stealing me. Right. I, I was like, well, I, listen, it's reverse psychology. If I'm yeah, nice was, to him, <laughs> right? I, you was not with it, but I was like, reverse psychology. If I'm nice to him maybe, maybe he'll actually, like, you know, do what we need to do. And I think it paid off. What do you think? Uh, You see my smile on my face, right? <laughs> kind Let's, of. All right, so put it like this. Listen. In the beginning of the draft, man, you know, I, I was looking to grab Williams. That was my guy. I wanted to pair him up with Devontae Smith. And I'm like, all right, Eagles got to move up. Eagles got to move up. You know, so when they moved up from um, 15 to 13, I'm like, all right, what's going on? I'm like, all right, yo, maybe this Williams guy going to follow us. And when um, – what, what team took him again? The damn Lions. When the Lions took him, my jaw didn't drop like it usually would. You get what I'm saying? I was like, okay, we just got to go with the next best thing. And so when the Eagles picked up Jordan Davis, man, I was like, okay, I like that. I like that. You know, he a big body guy that's going to clog that middle. Ain't going to be no running on him <laughs> at all. And I was like, cool. I like that. I love that pickup. But then the, the the news that got every Eagle fan, like, is when Adam Schefter tweeted that the Philadelphia Eagles made a trade with the Tennessee Titans to uh the trade for AJ Brown, I was yes. like, What? Yes, man. Listen, when I tell you I went off, I know my old bones still had it in me, yo. Like I was jumping around, I, I did a flip. I'm like, damn, I'm doing flips and shit. I ain't do that since I was a kid. And I'm like, wow, they got AJ Brown. But then, you know. The excitement didn't go away because I'm like, all right, we got AJ Brown, so that's that's him and Devontae Smith combined. Oh my god, it's gonna be terrible. But then when they when they went ahead and 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 picked in 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 the second round and got uh the center Cam Jurgens, I was like, oh here we go, typical Howie again, typical Howie. But I was like, all right, you know what, we need a center. But why we had to get a center right now? What was the purpose of that? But then I, I I seen a lot of people or, or, or a lot of teams was actually looking for Jurgen, so I I understand. All right. So every Eagle fan was mad about the Jurgens pick. I'm pretty sure they were. You had some Eagle fans who understood the logic of why he did what he did. But man, when they got Nicobe Dean, I feel when I tell you, man. 
Woo. It was a wrap. I, I, I just didn't know what to do after that, man. I'm like, yo, this team is going to be dogs. And, and that's, that's, that's where I was at with it, man. Like all in all, like if I had to give the Eagles a draft pick, oh, not a draft pick, but if I had to give them a draft grade, I would give them an A plus and I ain't even BSing you. All right, so we are having technical difficulties, guys. It's me by myself right now. And we're talking about the Philadelphia Eagles draft picks yesterday and just the all in all of it. Like, Howie Roseman really, really, really surprised me and probably millions of other Eagle fans. He did a great job with the draft. I've been doubting this man for years. And I'm I'm just like blown away from it. I'm completely blown away from it. So great giraffe. A plus in my opinion. And um yeah. So guys, like I was saying, we having technical difficulties. So if you're checking us out right now, just give us a few seconds or so, a few minutes, and we're gonna get this right. All right. So you guys stay right there. I'm, no, no, no! I'm, I'm back. I'm back. Get, come back. I can't come back. I got literally kicked off the whole show. No, it's, it just restarted. I just got us back on. All right, three birds fans. Sorry about some of these technical difficulties. Uh, as always, you know when you're dealing with the internet. Sometimes the, you're dealing with the internet and sometimes the internet is dealing with you. Uh, we apologize for some of these technical difficulties and we will let you know that we will be up and running momentarily. And all our, uh, everybody's back up and we're good to go. All right, real quick, I apologize guys because I know last time I was talking and everything, you know, everybody had them technical difficulties from time to time. 
but we back up. Absolutely. We back was, up. Especially it, now because I you know I want to talk about this damn draft. Yeah, so let me it, let you finish it, with so no, I can get my two saying, what I was saying is um I give the Eagles a, a, a A plus for this draft, like all across the board. Like it was insane. And 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 to end things off, the end all be all to it is all the undrafted free agents is on point. Mm-hmm. I want to now. I want to talk about that. I want to talk about that. But I really do want to want to stick to before we get into the undrafted free agent class, which you, I agree with you is a great class. Um, I want to talk about this draft because you know, like 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 we all as as Eagles fans know, we don't have a lot of faith in Howie when it comes to draft day. Um, we've been we rightfully so. Like we're not going to sit here and say that we've been hating on him for nothing. We, we've had reasons to be upset with the way that he picks players. But I have been really um, encouraged by these last two drafts. I feel like these last two drafts have been really way more board dictated than um, preference dictated. And mm-hmm. I think that that's, that's a better way to build a team. I know what you would prefer. I know, I know the coach prefers this guy and the owner prefers this guy and the scout prefers this guy. But I want what the board dictates because that's the work that you have put in over a whole year to get to this point. Sure. I don't want preferences showing up at the last minute and the last second. I want what the board has dictated. I want what the work has dictated. And I do think um, that's what ended up happening, you know, um, with this draft. I want to start with the first pick, Jordan Davis. Okay. Um, Eagles fans will know. I don't necessarily like, I'm a, I'm a casual consumer of, of uh, draft prospects because I don't have time to watch all these college games. But I, I my go-to person when it comes to draft pos- prospects is Ben uh, Sh- Shojalak, Solak. I'm not sure how to pronounce his name. Yeah, Y'all know him. Same he, 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 he writes for the ringer. He writes for all these great, and he's a great, great, great follower if you want to know what's going on with draft prospects and Eagles related. And he was above all over himself over the Jordan Davis pick. He was like generation pick, generation pick. I was like, bet I'm sold on Jordan Davis um, because people I trust are sold on Jordan Davis. I know he's raw. I know in the, in the interim, he's probably more of a run stopper than a pass rusher. But I do think we have a great team that can really develop his skills well. And that the biggest thing, the one thing we need is somebody who can collapse the pocket in. To, to, so that the that the quarterback cannot step up into his throws, make sure. the pocket as uncomfortable as possible. I think we got we got a a, a player for that. That AJ Brown trade. <laughs> well, now how we went and assaged everyone's um, issues with him with the wide receiver with that AJ Brown. He did. He did. Okay, because we was on his neck about these damn wide receivers. Now, yeah. I mean, can you blame him? Can you blame him? No, of course not. Of course not. Rightfully so. We should have been on his neck. The the wide receiver room was ridiculous. And I don't think that the idea that we was going to go back with the same group and think that it was going to be somehow better just because we added Zach Pascal and that other guy from the Penn Relay um, race, the something Allen, was was ludicrous. He's a little motherfucker, too. I was watching You know, that's great, but can catch. No. Can he run routes? I don't care I'm how fast. Like, like honestly, honestly, I don't care how fast you are. The NFL today's NFL. Can you run routes? Correct. Can you run a route tree? 
a great that you can get. You could do a 40-yard dash and 4-3, whatever. I don't care. Can you run a route tree? That, that We're going to that's, 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 we that's, say. That's a camp body. Right, right. So to me, getting A.J. Brown is is the – like we haven't had a big X receiver since – on his caliber since – um what's his name? Um Alshon Jeffries. Yeah. Okay? And I would argue that he's better than Alshon Jeffries. Okay, he's younger. AJ. Yeah, AJ Brown. He's younger. Yeah. He's yeah. had more. He's got more yeah, touchdowns. He's got more uh, yards per season at at the rate like like where he was where uh, Alshon Jeffrey was at the same time. And uh, yeah. he he's better. But the only thing Alshon got on him is that beautiful ring, baby. Yes, <laughs> that's true. That's yeah. true. But but AJ Brown is used to playing with um um athletically not athletically talently limited quarterbacks. Oh, so. Because Indeed. so he's and and he is Jalen Hurts' best friend. Yep, very. I think that's great because that means that we don't have to wait for chemistry to build. They they work out together. They throw together. He knows his tendencies. He knows his tendencies. I think that's a great match, and it it it's encouraging because it does seem like the Eagles are trying their best to give Jalen as as much of an opportunity as possible Chitty. to win. Shit, ain't no more trying to, but they did give him everything. He listen, that man has every weapon known to man on his team now. Okay, all the wide receiver position checked, tight end got it by himself. Check. No, I'm I'm not. I'm not going to agree with you on that one, but okay. Well, I'm not a Miles Sanders fan. I never will be. I don't. I don't. Interesting. You're not booby fan. I don't know, man. Not I don't, anymore? I think, no, 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 no. I remember when you was a booby fan. Don't no, even. Don't oh, make me pull oh, the receipts no. on booby. You might have to. You might have to because. I will. Yeah, I, I, I was more of, a, I'm pull them more of a Jordan Howard fan, if, if okay. I can recall. I remember. I remember. Yeah. I, um, I, I don't have nothing against the guy, but I just think he's overrated. The mm. dudes stay hurt all the time, in my opinion. And he's a fumbling machine. Mm. And I, I, I'm just not a booby guy. I hope that. You know what well, they did address another running back in the draft, but well, not in the draft, but as a you know, I'm I'm restrict uh, undrafted free agent. But that's either here or there. I think I think Jalen Hurts now. This is the time. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. Howie Roseman put all his um cards on the table and was like, "Yo, I'm going all in." Guess what? You wanted to be the QB one. You got your number changed to one. This is it. Yeah. I gave you the weapons you got. I got both of your best friends with you as wide receivers, yeah. Devontae Smith and A.J. Brown. They mm-hmm. both tight with them. Mm-hmm. All right? And you still got Quez Watkins, and you just picked up uh, uh, Zach Pascal. Mm-hmm. All right? You have weapons. Lots. You still got Boston Scott on this team. Mm-hmm. All right? And what's the other What's the other uh, running back name? Um, Fletcher Cox's cousin. Oh, Corey Gaines or something Gain, like that? Uh, Gainwell. Gainwell. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you you got weapons. The O line. Gainwell. Yeah, the any the yeah the O line is intact. Come on, dog. It's it's time. There's no yeah. more excuses. Now let me let me you hit on that one. The O line is intact. Now more so than this idea that listen because to me to me I wasn't I, I agree with you that our passing uh, options our skill positions weren't the best on offense last year but they weren't the worst. Mm-hmm. I do think that because of Jalen's passing limitations, he really just had two good options and everybody else, you had to pick your poison. And I think this is way more options this time. But 
the best thing about what's going on is that we have arguably the best line in the NFL. If yeah. you go left to right, right to left, I don't think you can really see a distinguishable weakness along that line. You've got Jordan Malata, who's going to be the left tackle for the next 10 years. You've got Landon Jesterson, who has been just revelationary as a left guard. Okay, you have the best center in the game in Jason Kelsey, and apparently he has anointed his heir apparent in this Cam Jurgensen pick. So we really have something going on over there. At that right guard position, which maybe might be the weakest spot on the link because BB retired. Um, Isaac Simahu is you can play both sides, but he's a little bit injury prone. Um, Nate Herberg, I've been hearing things like maybe he's in the doghouse. They're not as high on him as they used to be. And then that just leaves um, Jack Driscoll. But I thought Jack Driscoll did very, very well. So I think a competition for that right guard spot would be really, really good for the for the team. And then obviously we have a stalwart in Lane Johnson. I I, I can't say good things, enough good things about Lane Johnson and, and how well he has played and how important and, he is for our team. So, and, 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 and that's what I'm saying. It's like, like, there's no more excuses. Right. Like, like you, you can't, you can't come on there no more, you know, and saying, well, you know, he didn't have this and had that. There's no more. This man Absolutely. just paid this man a hundred mil for four years. Absolutely. It's time, bro. Like, it is time right now to go get your second Lombardi for this city. Absolutely. I was I was a little annoyed that we ended up with only five picks because we had ten. You know, we had ten and we ended up with five. And I thought, uh, to me, it's I'm always wary when we have five because that puts a microscope on those five to be performative extremely, like, right away. Otherwise, we're going to start, you know, calling on, hey, these picks aren't good, these picks aren't in. That's the name of the show. The picks are in. Results are pending. Most time with drafts, we won't know the outcome as if it was a successful or not successful until two or three seasons along the way. Well, you know, or, but, or, or or unless they starters. Right, unless they're starting right away. But I do yeah. think the process was sound this draft, and that's what I like. I can't, at the end of the day, we don't know. Picks happen, injuries happen, life happens, so on and so forth. But when the process is sound, when you can say they went best player available, when you say they let the board dictate what they chose, I I can live with that. I can live with a process that is utilizing the thing that you said you was going to use at the beginning. What I don't like is when the Eagles are going through their process and then decide to to deviate from their process because they see somebody that they that they thought would be there and it wouldn't there that they didn't think would be there. Prime example is when we went with J.J. Ortega-Whiteside. Prime example, fuck it, is when we went with the Jalen Hurts pick. It was a bad process pick. I don't care of all the things that has come out now that doesn't change the fact that getting a quarterback in the second round that you knew was going to just be a backup that you hope would never play a meaningful snap was a bad decision. Second round picks play. Period. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you know when I saw them go to pick up Cam Jurgens, um, I was a little upset at first. I was a little upset at first. Yeah, me too. Because because I was hoping for a little bit more of an impact player, more of a skill position player. But I calmed myself down, and I didn't calm myself down be- because of Jason Kelsey. I love Jason Kelsey. I love what he had to say about Cam Jurgens. Honestly. If the Eagles had to bring somebody out there to kind of soften the blow of these picks, Jason Kelsey is the best person to bring out there. He's got a lot of goodwill 
um, built up in this city. He could sell us on anything. What I what what calmed me down about the pick was understanding that at the end of the day, the Eagles are going to build along the line. That's just yeah. how our team is built. If you want to be a fan of the Philadelphia Eagles, you have to understand that if the draft is going on and they see a top-rated offensive lineman and a top-rated skill player, they're going to go offensive lineman. Oh, they're going oh, they to O-line all day. All day. All day. And that's what bore out because they had N'Kobe Dean there and they had Cam Jurgensen there. And they said, oh, my God, N'Kobe Dean, he's amazing, he's amazing. But – we got to go the line. We got to go the line. And luckily so, we were great. We, it was great that we went their way because we still ended up getting Dean in the third round. That's amazing. That's awesome. And but, hey, the, it, that's the way the team is built. If you want to be a fan of the Eagle, Philadelphia Eagles, you got to know we're building on the lines. Our first pick, D-tackle. Our second pick, center. Okay? Our third pick, finally a skill position player. Let's talk about that for one second real quick. Yeah, yeah. I want you. To, I want you to say that one more time, Sadie. Mm-hmm. You said finally a skill position player. You know that that's that's like joy joy to my ears to hear. Mm-hmm. Okay, shout out to Gio the podcaster man because if it, wasn't for that kid, if it wasn't for that kid. Okay, Howie Roseman probably wouldn't have did this because he had straight up. Out of eye contact with this man, and he got to take pictures with him and the coach. And he said, What, what was the words he say? For, he said, for the love of God, or something draft like that. Draft the linebacker. Draft the linebacker. And not only did he draft the linebacker, he drafted, in my opinion, the best linebacker in this draft. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I don't think nobody understands what the Philadelphia Eagles has done from Thursday up to yesterday. Like, this is by far the best draft that Howie Roseman has ever done. Golf clap. Golf clap for Howie Roseman. I agree. Like, he has, like, in his lifetime as a Philadelphia Eagles. 20 years. 20 years working with the organization. I don't think I've ever liked the draft more. And I know that they say everything looked good on paper, and and that's true. It do, because, I mean, we ain't going to talk about the dream team that this team had, all right? Okay. So why you gotta bring that name up, bro? Yeah, because, why, you gotta, why you gotta bring up bad I'm, shit? I'm, look, hey, you know I'm the Scrooge man. I gotta I keep see that Philadelphia couldn't couldn't be too happy for long. Yeah, but but I'm 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 here to tell you, if Howie Roseman go out and sign one particular particular player that you know who I'm talking about, and if he comes right. here, Badger. right, and start with an H and end with a B, if that man happens to come here. And sign a dotted line to be with the Eagles. I am telling you right now, mark my words. And this is not just me being hype and being a biased fan and none of that shit. The Eagles are going to the Super Bowl. Damn, you heard it here, folks, Brooks. You heard I, I, it. I'm not even joking. First. I'm telling you now, if that man comes here, all right, because free agency about to kick off once again. Yes. And now right. we don't. Now we now whatever we sign won't count against our comp picks. Correct. And Howie is masterful at this. Yes. If they sign a honey badger tomorrow, and happen to still get a quality de and possibly another corner. Whoo! <laughs> I can't tell you. I, I'm going to need September to get here like now one one. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I agree with you absolutely. I'm I'm Man. definitely 
excited about the idea that we might get HB. Oh. Uh, because I definitely think that that will just completely and utterly solidify having Anthony Harris on one end and having Honey Badger on the other. That's a great. That's a great. And I think what I've what I've been hearing too is schematically, you can see the defense changing a little. Hell yeah! Right? We're no longer um, with this this gym shorts. This sort of like you know having three four deep on the line and then just figuring it all out with a bunch of deaf players at, at, at the back end. He played the wide nine defense. Right. I think now we're kind of transitioning to a little bit more of a – I've been hearing things of like a 5-1 where you really need that hybrid linebacker quasi-safety yeah. that can really come, come in and really be like that general impactful but, guy, you know? But think about this. Think about this. See, it, see you see how excited I just got when you said yeah. hybrid linebacker? You yeah. don't hear that in the city of Philadelphia. No. no. You don't. So here's the here's – the, um, the cherry on top to this. <laughs> Not only do you got Nicobe Dean, okay, with a cat name, Kaiser, Kaiser White. Kaiser White, yeah. And yeah. we don't know if Hassan Reddick is going to play linebacker or edge rusher. And from no. what I'm understanding, he's going to play linebacker. You yes, asked, that's funny. I, I've, I've been hearing he's going to play edge rusher. Have, don't, don't forget, we have TJ Edwards now. That T.J. Edwards is a thumper. He is, but but who's to say that they don't use Hassan Reddick like Cowboys did to uh, P- uh Parsons? Maybe so. Maybe so. Or or Nicobe Dean. Yeah, or the new guy they just got. What's his name? Kyron. Uh, what's his name? Kyron. Uh, Kyron Johnson. Yeah, yes. but he's a he's more of a I think more of a gadget DN pure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he, but he gets he gets after you. Yeah, on passing I, I'm, down. I'm, I'm here to tell you right now, <laughs> offensive linemen that's going to face this defense are going to have a long day at work. Oh yeah, oh yeah. It's no more they're gonna just be able no yeah. more they're just gonna be able to circle Fletcher Cox and be like, look, if oh. we take out 91, we're good. That's nah, not gonna that's happen. You're gonna, you take out 91, 90's on the other side. Yeah, that's you got Javon Hargrave now. Now you got a nice like I, Brandon Graham right now is pretty much timeless. Okay. I don't care about Derek Monet. We get somebody else on the <laughs> other end of Brandon Graham. <laughs> maybe, maybe we get Hassan like somebody. I don't care who Yo, how, how you on that other that man end. On our podcast right now, he probably like screw you, Ophelia. All right then, sack some fucking people. <laughs> how about that? But I'm getting penalties, right? Yeah, I'm getting penalties. Right, you the mo- you got more penalties than sacks, my guy, career wise. Yeah, let's talk uh, about that. Let's not let's not forget about Mr. Sweat on the line too. He just got he just got oh, paid. Oh, that's right. I forgot about Mr. Sweat. So yeah, Sweat and Graham, that works. That works. And then you have in the middle, you've got Hargrave, you've got Cox, and then backing up, you got Davis. you got Jordan Davis and that and Milton and, and, uh, and uh, Milton, Milton, Milton Williams. Milton or William Milton's whatever Milton, whatever the fuck his name is, he's back there too. <laughs> Now that's a defense I like that, to see. That's what I'm saying. It's like it's going. You are going to have a very hard day at work. Yeah, I, I definitely, th- I definitely think so. And if we can really, honestly, just solidify that that left 
because is it the left or the right side of the secondary? I can't because Slay. I'm not sure if he goes left. I or think right. it's I think it's the right side. Of the, the right side. I think yeah. it's the right. If we could just because all we're missing is a solid second safety and a solid second corner. That's it. Well, we're gonna see because tomorrow is the day that Howie Howie may strike. Shit, he may strike today. Right. He might he might already have a plan in place or right. deal done and won't announce it until tomorrow. We have no idea. But I, right. I one thing I can assure you is that Howie Roseman didn't draft a cornerback for a reason or a safety for right. a reason. It's right. the reason why he didn't do that. Right. Well, let me let's get into it. Let's finish off this discussion again. I can't even believe, first of all, after last week. I didn't think I'd have a conversation where we're actually um, congratulating Howie on a job well done because you was not with it. You was not with me over there. And and, 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 and and to be honest with you, I had tweeted out yesterday that I can't believe I'm saying it. I said I'm sorry to that. Oh, no, you didn't. I got to find that tweet. Yeah, it's it's up. And I know you're going to retweet it. And I know you're going to have fun with it. But I, I am. Sorry. But. I, 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 I can't be ripped if I don't say this. <laughs> it's only for now. Exactly. Like, let's, let's, I think that's the most key point right there, right? Yeah. Is that nobody here is like stagnant. We're dynamic people. If Howie does well, I will congratulate him on a job well done. When mm -hmm. Howie doesn't do well, I'm going to be on his neck, okay? <laughs> that he did not do well. And that's how it is. I'm not a homer. I'm not an apologist. I'm a realist. You mm -hmm. do well, I, I say you do well. You do poor, I say I need you to do better. I recognize the reality of the game. Howie Roseman isn't going anywhere. But no. that doesn't mean he doesn't deserve constructive criticism. And that's where I think some fans get it twisted. They be like, well, when you're trying to constructively criticize him, oh, well, you're just a hater. You da 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 And then when you congratulate him, oh, you're nothing but a stand and a homer. It's like, no. You know how many people I ran across about them? Like, I, I ran across so many of those, man. Right. And it's like, you you have to stop having these preformed notions and just stick it to them. It's not, it, it's not binary. How he's not bad and how he's not good. He's complicated. He's human. Right. He makes mistakes. It is yes. the life. We, uh, unfortunately, as much as I would have liked to see what new people could do with the Eagles organization, that's not the reality of the situation. So I just have to hope that he can learn from his mistakes, continue to learn from mistakes, and hopefully bring us back another uh, championship. Hopefully not within 20 years because he's been with the organization 20 years and only has one All right. So is that this, this, this draft class that he assembled with the roster that he has now, there are no more excuses. You know, that's so interesting because what I'm kind of hearing you saying is that the timeline has somewhat accelerated. Like, like he's met you. He's exceeded your expectations this draft. So yes. now the timeline, because really, because really we're thinking this team can contend in two to three seasons. You're saying this team should be contending this season. This season. Yes. Okay. This season. Here's the thing. He he sold us that bullshit saying that you know we're going you know contend two three years down the line. You don't go trade for AJ Brown type of wide receiver if you're trying to contend <laughs> down the line. Hell no, nah. 
You don't put him and Devontae Smith together. Hell no. You don't go out here and go draft the best draft class you ever had in the last 20 years. Hell no. Mm-hmm. No. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you don't go sign Hassan Reddick and Kaiser White and bring them here. Both linebackers. Mm-hmm. Something that, that he lacked for 20 years. Mm-hmm. Nah, nah. I'm not trying to hear that shit, Howie. I know what you're up to, bro. You you trying to go back and repeat that performance of 2017. And it's over, ladies and gentlemen. Absolutely. It's not, it's, it's not over. Because Absolutely. if he grabbed if he grabbed a honey badger, look for him to go grab a veteran corner. Because keep in mind, a lot of teams gotta cut some of these veteran players soon. Mm-hmm. So he gonna bring in a veteran corner, he's gonna get the honey badger, and he's gonna grab a bigger back. Mm-hmm. It's your ass, the NFL. <laughs> Absolutely. I think, you know what I think? I think Howie is looking at the way that the landscape of the NFC has changed, right? Oh. All oh. the quarterbacks, all quarterbacks have have have, have, have uh, run to the AFC. The AFC is a dogfight. It's going to be a slog. He is 100% looking at the NFC and it's like, listen, I, I know bare minimum we're a playoff contending team. But I don't want to just make the playoffs. I want to be in the top two seeds of the playoffs. And that is something that's doable because the NFC is wide open. Only, all, the only quarterback that really we have on the NFC side that you could say is like top tier is Aaron Rodgers. That's it. Aaron Rodgers. That's it. That's it. That's well, it. Nobody well, else. T- t- well, Tom Brady is well for now. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yeah. Because we'll, we'll, we'll he, Tom Brady. he still got Tom Brady and Aaron yeah, Rodgers. That's right. That's right. And and but like you said, the AFC is stacked. They 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 got they got got Mahomes. They got Allen. They got Lamar. They've got Burrow. They've got Josh. Um, I I already mentioned Josh Allen. Yeah, what's the guy name from uh um um Um, the Cardinals? What the fuck? Oh no, that's um NFC. That's no. What's Um, the guy name from um? Damn. Did the Denver Broncos? Are the Denver Broncos the AFC or the NFC? AFC. Uh, they got the Denver Broncos. They got Russell Wilson now. What's the what's the guy name that came in Philly and tore our dumb asses up, man? He was he he a rookie, tall guy. He got a big arm. Oh man, what's his name? Oh oh, you I know what you talk about. You talk about um um the guy out in um in the Chargers. What's Correct. Correct. Uh, J- Justin Herbert. Yeah, yo, listen. Yeah. Listen, yeah. Listen, I'm, I'm here to tell you right now. Let me tell you something. Football-wise. Yeah. If Howie Roseman is looking looking at this from a football mind, I commend him. Yeah. Because he's smart, if that's the mm-hmm. case. Because like mm-hmm. you said, he's watching how strong the AFC got, and they're going to destroy each other. Yeah. Okay? If the Eagles can build a team in the NFC East, he, he's clearly trying to make a team to be the best in the NFC East. Yeah. Okay? I and definitely think arguably he has done that. I think outside, I, the only true question we have, and we're talking division-wise, the only true question we have is at the quarterback position. And even then, I'd say he's top two. He's you know, Jalen Hurts is one of the best two quarterbacks in the NFC East division, okay? Yeah. And I and the only person I would say arguably would maybe be on top of him is, is Dak, and that's only because Dak has more playoff wins. Like, that's really only the only only – Thing that well, I'm yeah, in the East, but if you're talking about the no, NFC, no, 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 I just said the NFC East, just yeah, in our yeah, division, yeah. just I, in our division, not I, not the entire NFC. No, no, no. Yeah, I agree. Just I in agree. our division, our division is 
easily winnable because we have one of the two best quarterbacks in that division. And, Look, and, you, and the you, NFC in total is winnable, except for we have a question mark at the QB position. I agree. Look, you know it's real when 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 the Washington Commanders sat there and even said on their account that the Eagles won this draft. Yeah, you know it is. You know. Yeah, it is. I was like, word. They, yeah. they 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 recognize real and and and, yeah. and we as Eagle fans appreciate that. So. Absolutely, absolutely. We keep it a bean. And yeah. so, all right, let's let's finish off with now this um this this undrafted free agent class. Yes. Um, like we said, we mentioned that the only. The only area that is really needing some more uh, uh, some more depth, some more solidification is on that right side of the defense. And we brought in a lot of undrafted free agents that are corners because they're seeing an opportunity on that side to go in and compete. I think we brought in um, a running back that I've heard really good things about. Uh, yeah, Loki high key. We brought in Carson Strong, a quarterback out of Nevada, who they say who 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 people are saying is one of the best quarterbacks in the draft, if not for his injury history. Interesting, and they say, and they say that his arm is humongous. Exactly, exactly. So I know they brought him in for just for just death, backup camp arm, stash him on the practice field, and and see what happens. But it'll it'll be very very interesting to see. Let's let's just say, for example, we get out to training camp, and his bombs and Jalen's bombs are just dramatically different. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's just gonna be one of those things. Like you know how Philly media is. If Carson Strong comes and he's a better thrower than Jalen Hurts, I, it'd just be very interesting. It's just gonna be a very interesting summer. Very and, interesting and, summer. And, and I know you of all people would love that conversation. I I don't know if I would love that conversation, <laughs> but I definitely can see it happening, and I can't wait. I'm anticipating it. I I'm not even gonna hold you because. I don't know. We'll see. I honestly, honestly, my two senses. I don't think the Eagles are. Ever, everybody knows. If you follow me, you know that I think that the Eagles don't think that Jalen can be a franchise. Like Jalen has the intangibles to be a franchise level quarterback. He doesn't have the talent to be a franchise level quarterback. But 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 you know what though? Here's the thing. I think I think Howie and them would challenge that notion. Maybe. Because- because, because they, they, they wouldn't they wouldn't put all these weapons that's around not true. Me. That's not true. That's not true. Will. Tell me because, tell me why it's not true. Tell me. Because because look at what we have going on for next year's draft. They deliberately okay. traded our and I told and I told everybody this. I said if Howie goes and trades his first round picks for more picks in the next round when it's supposed to be a much stronger QB, look at the way everybody thought about the QB class this 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 draft. Look how far a lot of these QBs dropped um no qbs were picked only one qb was picked up in the first round kenny pickett no qbs were picked up in the second or the third round right and it was only until the fourth fifth round that other qbs got picked up that tells you everything you need to know they took the saints pick because they know the saints are going to be bad look at the saints draft they went defense 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 they didn't address anything that's gonna make them i think contenders this season and we have their first round draft pick i think Howie's looking at this situation and he's looking at, I need to build a team for a quarterback, period. If Jalen Hurts can can keep, can keep the role of QB1, great, fantastic, amazing. But if he can't, I am, I am uniquely set up to get one of the best quarterbacks in next year's draft. And we're sliding him in on a rookie salary where we have great deals with all these other ascending players. The cap is moving up. 
and he's in an excellent, excellent spot to be in a, that playoff window for the next five years of that rookie contract. And I 100% think that that's what they're thinking. If if Jalen doesn't work out, and it's a big if at this point. Yeah, right? because that's a hell of a big if. But you know what? Look at it from that, way, from that perspective. You may be right, but we're going to see. We're we going to see. Um, I just think it was interesting that they got uh, Carson Strong. I thought it was interesting. He came to us because I think he recognizes that there's an opportunity there. Like at the end of the day, listen. If Jalen doesn't do well, Jalen's gone. Carson's staying, and we're drafting another QB. Yeah, and 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 speaking of undrafted free agents, they they picked up Mario Goodrich, mm-hmm. and and Josh Joe was what's his name Joe Joby Josh Joby. Uh huh. They listen. I'm surprised that they even was not even drafted. Both of them. Yeah. Like I don't I don't know if something happened with them because they was both supposed to be drafted, and how we got them. All right. Um, this is why I said, man, this this draft, hands down, even with the undrafted free agent pickups, is an A plus. Yeah. I, I'm I'm I am confident that if the Eagles don't sign a veteran cornerback, but we all know that they will. But one of these two guys that I just mentioned will be a starter cornerback on this team. Absolutely. Right? One of them is. So, yeah, he he did hella good, man. And like I said. Oh my God! Congratulations, Howie Roseman. Mm-hmm. Great, great draft. I, I really do think that you finally, finally have learned to listen to the board, and I just hope that the um uh, Brandon Brandon Gowan or whatever B, uh, BLG had this great tweet that I that I retweeted out the other day, and he was like, "When Howie's humble, he does great. When Howie gets a big head and he starts, you know." Um, um, drinking his own uh, Kool-Aid. That's when juice. I call it the Howie. Yeah. Yeah. The hubris get too much for him. Yep. So when he's humble, when he when he can kind of you know just just put his head down and just work hard, he's great. When he when he's not, he's not. All right. Now that has been another episode of Three Birds and a Punt. Please make sure you subscribe and download to the podcast. We're streaming on Apple, Spotify, Megaphone, or wherever you get your podcast. Follow us on Twitter and on Instagram at Three Birds and a Punt. And please don't forget to hit that subscribe button on YouTube at Three Birds and a Punt. Um, as always, my name is Afia, and you can find me at According to Afia. Let them know where they can find you at, Whip. You can find me at PaintGuy2K underscore. All right. And that has been another episode of Three Birds and a Punt. Thank you all. Have a great night. Go Birds. Go birds.